tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzzers! How much do you love this song? And how much do you love Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce? This is our after show here at AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we are covering Season 2, Episode 8, Rule Number 78, Labels Are for Goods. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. If you guys haven't done so already, please go on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud. Rate, review, subscribe. We love hearing your feedback, YouTube comments, and tweets. And we have missed them lately. We know we were gone for a few weeks, but please keep on commenting because you guys have such amazing feedback about the show. I have the beautiful Lindsay Murphy here with me this evening. Hey guys, um, it's actually Lindsay Miller. Murphy oh, was of my course. That's alright. For some reason my emails all still go from like my maiden name and I just recently changed with the social security office my name. So it's Lindsay Miller. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rockin' Mama Life. And that is a very, those are two very great generic names. Those are, yes. it's a, I know, it's a great I didn't even have to change my monogram. Not that I get many things monogrammed, but if I did, they would all still work. Well, Lindsay Miller, I am so sorry okay. about that. And of course, <laughs> you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram and AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV on all social media platforms. Let's yeah. get into tonight's episode. Um, it was intense. Dr. Harrison Abbey, we didn't get a lot of, like, man-loving this episode. No. Not a whole lot of man-loving. No. We started off strong, though, in yeah. bed of with course. Dr. Harris. I almost, like, want to abbreve Dr. Harris. I don't even know why. I do, I, like, I like, I know I don't like him, but I, I like him. I do not like Dr. Harris. Mm-mm. There's he's so, like, just oily to me. You know, like, he's just, ugh, just a little sleazy. Yeah, I mean, their relationship, let's talk about that for a second. Dysfunctional it, at best. It's weird. I don't... It's so weird. I don't see anything, like, good coming from this. Well, and I don't understand, like, in and maybe it's, again, you know, we've seen with the writing on the show, they sort of, like, jump, make jumps and leaps, and, and I'm not sure if there's been some leaps that we've missed, or if it's really supposed to come across as what the F is happening, you know, like... He basically put her on the pay no mind list, and then now they're like canoodling in bed, and she's like, "Are we in love? Like what? What?" She <laughs> turns into a weird, annoying version of herself I know. when she's so annoying with because, Dr. Harris. Yeah, I don't remember her acting that way with um, Will, who was no. someone other than Jake. She was normal and like free and not crazy. Like she looks at him with like the crazy eyes. She you know when does. they say, like, she's got the crazy... Like, she's, like, probably every guy's worst nightmare when she's with Dr. Harris. Oh. But you know what I mean? Like, that woman that's just like, I love you. Let me have your babies. Like, that's kind of how she is. Well, like, I do. And also, crazy. you know, we have her job kind of backing this relationship. So yeah. it's half 
her half her wanting an image. Yeah, it's all about the image. I think my favorite part, though, is uh, when she was like, are we, you know, what are we? What do we call ourselves? And he's like, I think we really need to get to know each other before we can define ourselves as they're, like, canoodling in bed after sex because clearly... They know each other quite well, quite intimately, but yeah. not enough to... To really seal the deal. He missed her a lot when he was in um, whatever foreign country he was in last week. Yes, but did he miss her? Did his man business miss her? Yeah, I think that Abby's just... I think Convenient. She's, no, she's great. I just think in general, as a person, she's very good at sex. Apparently, yeah, must I feel the lingerie. Yeah, she she I, just but knows. I think for him, she's just convenient. Like that's the feeling I get is that he's like, eh, she's, you know, good and bad, and she's here, and she's eager, and she's ready oh. to please. Oh. But you know what I mean? Like it's, I mean, it sounds terrible, but that's just what it feels like. And she thinks that it's something more, and it's clearly not. See, I actually disagree with you. I think that he doesn't want to like her, and he said that a bunch of times because she's inconvenient. She's clingy and has a lot of issues and baggage, and he is drawn to that. I think he's drawn to the crazy, which just makes it all still truly dysfunctional. Mm, I mean, maybe, but I still feel like it's he doesn't really want her as a person in a relationship, but... When he's lonely and bored and wanting to get his jellies off, like, she's there. And he knows she'll be there. And he knows she'll show up. And they'll have a good time. Well, we'll see. I think the <laughs> next few weeks will definitely determine that. Please let us know what you guys think. Yes. Uh, we have Lindsay in the chat right now. And if you're watching later, comment on YouTube because I would love to know what everyone thinks yeah. about this. Because And um, Isis is not here and neither is Tara so we will be interested to hear their opinions about this next week yes so we have something called split con yes split con which my first thought was does this really exist and I will have you know I googled it and there apparently is a convention in Minnesota called divorce divas or something to that tune it's in its seventh year and it is a convention for divorced women to congregate and find the hope. I saw a few men in, in the video that I saw. Yeah. That'd be there interesting. Been men there too. Well, there were men at, at SplitCon. Yeah, there were. Um, SplitCon was a really weird thing. Abby was going to promote. <laughs> promote divorce. Oh my God, it was amazing. It, yes. it didn't make you like cringe at all. Oh, it was hysterical and amazing. And, like, kudos to whoever cast this episode because the man who was in charge of SplitCon, like, could not have been more perfect. He was just everything I expected and so much more to, like, the awkward laughter. and Just everything about him was, like, exactly who you envisioned would be in charge of SplitCon 2016. Yeah, I 100% agree. I thought it was hilarious. I thought the girls that came up to Abby were really funny. I mean, oh I saw the little clip of this weeks ago. What did she say? Uh, what did she say? Uh, May the divorce be with you. Yes. <laughs> and I just, like, laughed weeks ago when I saw that commercial for it. Um, the unwelcome mat. Like, all of it. It was just so... I don't know if you've been to, like, any conventions like this. I've been to Comic-Con, so yeah. I haven't been to Comic-Con, but I've been to, like, baby 
you know, baby <laughs> conventions, and it was very similar to the to the you know they have like a new mom first aid kit, and apparently that they're selling the divorcee first aid kit, which I thought was yeah, a lot of cool <laughs> swag. Barbara was with her. Abby and yeah. Barbara's relationship definitely starts to grow in this episode. You know, Abby feels as though after all the feedback that she's getting from people that what they're receiving is not exactly what she's meaning to put out, which is yeah. like, get a divorce immediately, don't yeah. stay married, don't try, just leave. Yeah, I love this. I I really like this episode because I've not been very shy about my dislike for Abby <laughs> of late. <laughs> um, and I actually really liked her in this episode. And I think that at first I was like, do I just really not like this actress? And I don't think it's that. I actually think she's a great actress because I can go from one episode to like hating her to really feeling for her. And I think in this episode it was really nice because she finally became self-aware of how she was coming across to the rest of the world and you saw her be real and have, like, that realization of, this is BS, what I'm selling. And I think that it's very... What I loved about it is, you know, I'm married. I've been married for almost five years now. And marriage is hard work. And I think, you know, the scene with the young blonde chick who was like, I got divorced because it was, like, hard. And then Abby was like, what? Well, you know, she had this moment, and I think that that's really, sadly, very common. I think people in this day and age tend to think divorce is a really easy option. I think there's two types of marriages, ones where they work really, really hard to make it work, and like we've seen with Abby and Jake, it just isn't working, and they put everything into it, and it's exhausting, and it's hard, and it's horrible. And then there's people, you know, like Barbara, where clearly her husband is a horrible person and left her for her sister, which yeah. is awful. But then I think there's a lot of young people that are getting married and just don't want, you know, it's not all googly eyes and rainbows and they get past like that stage and they just don't want to put in the work that it requires to have a healthy, loving relationship. Mm-hmm. And for me, I at least just feel like that has so much to do with getting married too young. Mm-hmm. And especially in this day and age, it's just statistics. Like, yeah. Just wait, don't go on a whim, and you know, what's the point? But, like, that's the thing is that I feel like marriage has lost a lot. Like, for me, marriage is a lifelong commitment and it means something. And my husband and I were together for seven years before we got married, which was way too long. I was like, put a ring on it. <laughs> but we had the time, we didn't rush into it. We knew what we were, you know, we knew what you were buying, you know, what we were selling. Like, we got it. And I think because divorce is so common now, I mean, literally one in two marriages ends in divorce, that people go into marriage just thinking, oh, well, if it doesn't work, I just get divorced. Yeah, it's fine. I think that's really unfortunate. <laughs> I, I do, too. And I think Abby does, too. Yeah. She really wanted her marriage to work. And we'll talk about this a little bit later. But, like, you know, mm-hmm. she tried to get it to work again. And she wants to talk about those things and wants to be honest. But... Her fan base, which is great that she has one now, again, um, is just not supporting that. So she's supposed to be the keynote speaker. She wants to change her speech, and then last minute she doesn't. And um, what did she say at the beginning? Like, Are we divorced yet? Yeah, are we divorced yet? (laughs) Woo! And everyone just (laughs) loved it. Like, they knew they would, and... After her speech, she felt like, it's okay. I was surprised by that, too. Were you surprised by her reaction when she came out? Yeah, I was, like, 
did I, because I watched the episode twice, and I thought I had been delusional, but really it was Abby that was delusional. Right. Because I thought I... there were, like, tears in her eyes, and it looked very painful for her to be like, are we divorced yet? And then... You see her come out, she's like, yeah, I'm spreading hope. And Barbara's just sort of like... <laughs> yeah, and, you know, like I said, her and Barbara connect. First of all, Which when, you go to, yeah, when you go to a convention with someone, <laughs> you gotta... It's just... It's a long time. You're gonna be friends yeah. for life after that. But she starts to agree with her about things and kind of integrate Abby into her personal stuff yeah. that she had kind of drippled along before. So that was really nice. And then when they go back to Shishi... Yeah. Um, they, Abby just decides that she regrets what she did mm-hmm. in her speech. She doesn't believe in it, and she wants to tell the truth. What did you think yeah. about that? I really liked it. I didn't see it that she regretted what she did. I think she really, in that moment, was like, I am giving these people hope, and maybe the way she reconciled it, and this is me overthinking it because I was confused, um, was that maybe the way she's seeing it is there's going to be those people like that young girl who are like, yay, you're my divorce hero. But there's probably also going to be people that are just like her that have worked and worked really hard and they're trying to find some joy, some hope, some, you know, bright side to it and she could be that for them and maybe that was, like, really exhilarating. But I felt like when she got back to Shishi, I think she still believes in all the, the stuff that she was selling. But I think she now realizes that what she's selling is only one side of the story, and she wants to tell all of it. Um, and I think it's great, and I think Barbara really respects her and agrees with her because that's what Barbara's been saying all along: is like, really, with the rainbows and the flowers and the daisies on the divorce. Like, <laughs> I'm glad you're having such a great experience, but that's really not how it's like for the rest of us. And yeah, it's it's fun. Their friendship. Yeah. I think it's going to continue to be more fun. Because I think they're very similar. I Mm -hmm. think they're two very similar people in very different life circumstances. Yeah. You know? Like, Barbara doesn't have just endless amounts of money to pour herself into little fancy parties and fun coffee dates and yoga in the park with her friends to get her mind off of the reality of her life. Well, my big question, like, all this time still has been, okay, Abby, (laughs) well, I know that, okay, she, she, she has this deal with she, she, but, like, really, how much can she, she? Well, I think the money's from her book deal previously. I mean, she was a very successful Yeah, but she was struggling financially with Jake. Like, they talked about it, too. Like, crap, we are in a bind. And... You know, now money isn't talked about anymore. You know, there's the book deal, and then there's she she. But yeah, at the end of the day, she must have gotten a hefty advance on that book deal. Anybody know what the going rate on a book deal on divorces? (laughs) And that book is was pumped out pretty fast. Yeah, which is awesome. I mean, she's a wealthy lady, but (laughs) we did they discussed a lot about money problems up until like a month ago. So she must it must have just all been fixed. Uh, then we have Delia, which oh. is a big, she's a big part of the episode. Oh, Delia. I, uh, I can't. So she basically tells Albert this episode uh, that... Which she's told him before. Yeah, so many times. But this time she's serious. Oh, yeah. That she just can't take the guilt. He's so creepy. It's... Oof. 
I just, ugh. When he, in the office, and he was like, let me take him. I just, ugh. ugh. I don't know. Maybe he does it for some people, but no. <laughs> Isis thinks he's sexy. Isis. I mean, I don't, like. Do you guys agree? Is he sexy? I'm not. I'm not on that train. Not yeah. on the Albert train. He's just Please let us know. I don't know. It, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't mind his character. I don't, like. I can't figure his character out. Me either, because it doesn't seem like he wants to leave his wife, but you could tell he's always been obsessed with Delia. Yeah, and I can't, like, I can't, I can't quite put my finger on how I feel about him, because there's moments where I'm like, he's super sleazy and gross, and then there's moments when I feel like he genuinely does really care for Delia, and that there's something more there, but then he turns around and just does something super sleazy and gross, and you're like, nah. Yeah, I... So I just can't quite figure it out. I completely agree with that. I'm not a fan. (laughs) And, you know, we have Gordon, who's only been in a little bit of this episode, and, you know, he... When Delia's around him, it's, like, sweet. It's almost as though she's more obsessed with him now that she's having an affair. I think she's more aware of how she could lose him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think she knows that at some point it's going to come out, because it always comes out. It's going to come out. And I think that every time she sees him now, she realizes how good it... Because it is good. And that's what scared her initially, and she's ruining it herself. And I think she knows that. Yeah, she is. And she had... What kind of party was it this time? This little get-together? Abby wasn't able to make it because she was at split They were deciding on some sort of something for the wedding. Like a... Like a... I think it was food. Was it? Yeah. And Gordon's mother was there. Uh, Joe was there. Phoebe was there. Yeah. And... Delia is acting very jumpy. You could tell in the look in Phoebe's eyes that, and Joe picked up on it weeks ago, I think, mm-hmm. that Phoebe's like, are you okay? Yeah. And she's just very jumpy, and she then goes to Abby's house to just uh, tell her everything. Why yeah. do you think it's Abby? Because she thinks that she is the, would be the least judgmental because yeah. after everything she's done. <laughs> I think they all go to Abby because they know, you don't want to let your friends down. You don't want to let people down. And if somebody else is really flawed, then you're going to be less worried that they're going to judge you. Like, it's clear, like, Abby has made a lot of mistakes. And I think that they go to her, A, because they're friends with her and they're close to her, but also Abby's very honest. And she, like her or not, she puts everything out there and she doesn't hold back and she doesn't really judge. So it's, you know, I think that's why they all ended up there, but I... I love that scene because you literally have like three people sitting on the couch, all big fat liars, and none of them coming clean about what's really going on in their lives. Absolutely. And I mean, I don't think it's a secret, but I just want to bring this up that, I mean, Becca's in the backyard. Right. Where's <laughs> Becca? Becca's in the guest house. I thought I when Abby <laughs> offered that to her last week, we she wasn't... Her? <laughs> no, I thought that Becca was like, oh, that's so nice, but, like, no freaking way. No, but, she's just keeping the uh, <laughs> the baby mama of her ex in her pool house. 
Yeah, it's like, well, I'm just, like, what is Abby doing to her back there? Premise for a horror movie. It really does sound like a premise for a horror movie because I mean, it's one of the reasons why Abby is becoming more and more likable is her sensitivity to this whole situation and to this girl that doesn't really have a family. Yeah, and I think deep down, Abby's a good person that just makes really crappy life decisions. Yeah, for herself, but for other people, you know, she is just wants to help everyone and. I still, you know, I still can't wait to see what happens with Becca. I just liked that it was like, well, my my guest house is taken. But she didn't say by who. She didn't, like, mention, hey, by the way, it's... It's Becca, the CW baby, (laughs) and the CW mama. Um, so the whole Delia it thing. It would have been great if she just like showed up and like, like you saw Becca just like standing in the window watching. Them. Yeah, like eating, eating a pint of ice cream, being <laughs> and like, rubbing her belly. Hey guys, I think I'm gonna barf soon. Can I have help? I, it's gonna be very interesting and I miss the kids too. I definitely miss yeah. the kids this episode. Where, where the kids are with the Manny? Right? I guess. She said they were with her brother's Manny. Who was helping out, but then she was home, so, like, why... I don't know. I mean, maybe it changes when your kids get older, but, like, when I'm out of town and I come back, I, like, you know, pick my kids up. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Apparently not. Nope. <laughs> Just giving them some space. Speaking of giving children space, we have Phoebe, oh, who just... Phoebe. Yeah. I Phoebe, Phoebe. love her character so much, and I hate what... <sighs> they're doing to her character. I they're, feel like she's chasing her tail all the time and it's just getting annoying. Yeah, what annoys me, and I think this is, like, as a woman, and I, like, apparently recently have become a feminist, <laughs> but, like, the past couple episodes we've really seen Phoebe shatter a lot of stereotypes. You know, she's the model and blah, 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 and she's pretty and she just has things handed to her and she doesn't have to do anything. And I think we've really seen her start to examine, like, what it means to be objectified and be a woman and, and taking these classes and getting her GED and really trying to do something for herself and for her life and find herself and not be dependent on guys and whatever. And then this episode, we turn her back into this kind of, like, I'm clueless. I just, I, the whole time I kept thinking, she's so much smarter than this. Yeah, and that, she's so much smarter than this. Yeah, and that this dude Joaquin is Ugh, just full Joaquin. of shit. I mean, could have told you that last week. Joaquin looks like the like the guy that didn't make the boy band. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, she's like at his art studio, being a model, but then also being taught art. I don't know. It turns out the hit like all of and the art with the clowns and the it just wasn't good and it was weird, <laughs> it's weird. and Joaquin doesn't even really make the art no. it's this other guy JD who is this nerdy who seems like he's been like beaten he's right? like a dog like, he was, like really like he was scared of Phoebe and yeah. scared and awkward and I was like does Joaquin keep him in a hole in his basement like what is happening? It was Strange. weird. I didn't understand. I was like, are we supposed to connect with this and be no, like, yeah, yeah, Phoebe, like, you, I, I didn't understand what was going on. Yeah. It, I still don't quite get it, you know, but she ends up realizing that Joaquin doesn't make any of his own art yeah. and is putting her on this model pedestal, which is what she doesn't want to be on and keeps on talking about her being on the cover of this Vogue and that Vogue. Yeah. It's really Italian Vogue, right? Or was it French? Italian. It was Italian. She was, corrected him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was Italian Vogue and she leaves and yes she said i'm not a girl in a bikini at a car show this is bullshit which was amazing yes 
But it should have been said 20 minutes earlier. Yeah. It just maybe, like, even before she even met him. It just, she, she it just, just should be saying that. That should be her new bumper sticker. Yeah. Make she, that my bumper sticker. Yeah. God, don't worry. No one's going to want that for me. <laughs> well, that's why I laughed, because clearly I'm not often mistaken for a bikini model. I feel so bad for her. <laughs> so sad. Okay, so our final storyline, which is a big one, which I loved, was oh. Joe, Scott, Charlene, and From Kiss. And this storyline really gets me. You know, it infuriates me. It's so crappy what they're doing to yeah. Joe. And so Charlene comes in with Frumkiss one day and, you know, Frumkiss says she'd really like to be part of the managing, part of the LLC and a managing partner. Love Megan Hilty. Hate Charlene. Me too. She's so awful. I love so Megan Hilty awful. too. Like in Smash, Megan Hilty's character, you learn to like her. Right. There's a likability about her. Charlene, you just, there's no like, there's no like. No, her. I just need her to like. No, she is. Be gone. Vapid. <laughs> and... Scott played a big part in this episode. You know, so basically Joe just, like, lets go and says, okay, fine. You can come work here. Great. But you could tell when she said that. She was like, okay, sure. Come work here. Like, I don't know. When she said that, I had a feeling she was like, hopefully she'll realize that cleaning the bathrooms and actually running a store and having to do work is not super duper fun. <laughs> well, here's what I wanted to happen, and it didn't, but it was close enough. I wanted the, uh, Joe and Scott to have a plan, and for them to know that this was coming, and say, yeah. okay, let's order, let her work here, and then you seduce her. Yeah. And then like, it'll all blow up. But they get out of read each other's minds, I suppose. Yeah, I feel like they, they there was like an understanding. I don't think Joe knew that he was going to do what he did. Um, but I think they both, when they had the conversation, like, about her coming in, I think they both knew, you know, you can't fight it, so she's gonna have to decide that she doesn't want to be here. So let's just let her be here, you know? Well, she ends up taking over, kind of, and giving out all these free samples. I mean, she's an idiot. She would have... She is an idiot. (laughs) ...run the place into the ground. I mean, I'm thinking that they're not gonna get reins of the place, her and Frumkiss, but I don't know. But she's giving away free samples, and she ends up hooking up with Scott, and Joe sees it, and, oh, she's such a witch, this Charlene. She's so... Like... Ugh, he won't believe you. Ugh, he'll never believe you. Always believe me. Come and on. then she goes to him crying like Scott took advantage of her. Ugh, she's so yucky. Yeah, she really is yucky and then, you know, Frumkiss comes in the next day, tries to attack Scott, Joe's in the middle and Joe said something that I kind of loved. I think she's been playing very, she's been very well behaved and, yeah, Joe has and she said that if you, you know, basically like look what you've done to me why are you trying to take everything from me and if you if this continues, like, I will tell Zoe, their daughter, about Scott and Charlene. Yeah. Because she hasn't burst that bubble for her daughter yet. No, and he it made me so angry because he keeps throwing Zoe into the mix. Like, oh, play nice with Charlene or I'm going to let Zoe know. And it's just so low and cheap and gross for him to pull her into there. Um, But I don't agree with you. I don't think she's been playing nice all along. I think she's been 
scared. I think finally, and I really loved this scene, um, but for different reasons, I felt like she finally had the balls to, like, she's been standing up to Charlene. She's been fighting Charlene, but the real issue is from Kiss. And that's the one who needs to, and who should, say, you know what, honey? Back down. This isn't ours. This is hers. You know, this was her baby. I took everything from her. Let's let this go and tell the lawyers to let it go. And he is not stepping up and being a man and doing that. And I was really glad that she finally realized it's not, you can hate this girl, Charlene, all you want, but it's not her you're mad at. You're mad at him. And he's the one that's doing this and and allowing it to happen. And so she finally was like, you know, you've taken everything from me. Like, this is wrong. And hopefully he'll have some compassion, but I don't get the feeling he will. He had a twinge of it, and then I think it, like, flew away. <laughs> well, because I think he's a, a weak human being. I think that she, Charlene, has him wrapped around her finger, and I think he wants to do the right thing for Joe, but his loyalties are with Charlene, and he knows that she will put up this huge stink, and I don't think he has the balls to stand up to her. Oh, God. It's the blondes, I'm telling you. She's not even probably a real blonde. It's the bright the bright blondes, you know? Mm-hmm. The ones that like the to catch blondes. your eye. The bottle blondes. <laughs> it it still makes you really sad. I agree with everything that you said, too, yeah. about that situation. Um, but the thing about Charlene that's so infuriating is that she is going for it. She's not yeah. just kind of sitting there being like, yeah, it's a crappy situation and I'm not going to do anything about it. Like, she's purposely wanting to hurt. Yeah. To hurt Joe. And I do sometimes, I guess, you know, tend to always blame the woman, and that's what women do. It's sucky, but I was so happy to see her stand up to Frumkiss. And it was, Joe has the baddest temper, you know, she seems so strong and tough, but at the end of the day, I think she might be one of the weaker characters. Oh, yeah. I think it's definitely a, you know, bark is worse than the bite kind of thing. I think she puts this harsh exterior and I think we all probably know somebody like that who's like a little prickly on the outside but they're really just prickly because they're so soft on the inside. Yeah. You know, I think she's very, has has lived a life and I think she's very insecure and very, I mean obviously, you know, last week, I wasn't here last week but, you know, what happened last week and I think that she has been a victim in a lot of situations and she puts up this front of being very harsh on the outside to hopefully not get hurt yeah and she does and it in this situation she really is being treated so poorly so oh yeah it's terrible and i think that justice will prevail and on that note let's get into predictions and now you're after buzz tv predictions Would you like to go first, Lindsay? Oh, yes. So I want to know, I know what I think, but I want to know who you think sent the pictures of Delia and Albert. Oh, to crap. Delia. I, totally. That's a huge thing yeah. that we left out. Yeah. Right? So all of you guys know at the end of the episode, that's how it ended. Uh, Delia gets a bunch of photos of Albert and her hooking up. I've got a 50-50 gamble that it's either Albert's wife, who he left at the lake house with his child to go do naughty things with Delia, or Gordon's ex. Mm-hmm. I thought it was could it be Gordon's ex, too. Yeah. I think it's one of those two players. 
Um, but what about Gordon? What if he's just like a... What if he is playing... I thought he was maybe a little... Being a little cold. Maybe not. I don't know. In that last scene. It was, it was a strange scene. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, hi, I'm here. And, oh, you got... Somebody left this for you. And then he, maybe it's a wedding gift. And I don't know. It was just... It was an odd scene. Yeah. And he said something about Albert. Like, this was with him or something. Or in his office. Something like that. I... I think he said he left it with the doorman. I didn't hear anything about Albert. I thought I did. I don't know. Um, Let us know what what it was, because I I thought he mentioned him, and then he left that. Yeah. Um, So that's one prediction. My other prediction is I still think Joe and Scott are going to hook up, but I also really want Joe and Jake to hook up, but he's filming a movie, so it can't happen right now, but I think it will happen eventually. I don't think, like, a relationship, but I think there will be a kiss at some point when they're sitting on their steps and, and conversing about life. Um, but I really want her to hook up with Hottie Toddy Baker, Scott. Yeah. I think he was in love with her. Me too. And that's why I think it's taken so long, which is nice mm-hmm. that we didn't see what we wanted to see right away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are my predictions. Any thoughts on Abby? Abby, Abby, Abby. I I would like to think that Abby is on the straight and narrow and and getting towards you know being more honest with what's happening in her life but I think she's going to continue to ugh Harris and I don't know I just think she's I think with Abby she gets caught up in the glitz and glamour and the money and the all of the hubbub and I think that we will continue to see her struggle with that with like this self-awareness versus but I have to look good to the outside world and putting on this fake front and I think it's gonna all crumble for her again yeah I agree uh I saw the preview for next week which shows the Vegas gigolo coming back remember I uh, shoot I forget his name the prostitute in Vegas from last season oh yeah yeah he oh. comes back and then back. it'll come out that he's a prostitute we also have another vote in the um the chat that it's Gordon's ex so yeah but I think that's the most obvious choice, mm-hmm. so I want to say that it's not. Well, and we haven't really seen much of Albert's wife, and she's got to be a moron to not know that something is going... I don't know. I just think you always know. Yeah, you I know... I think it's very rare to be blindsided, like, oh, my husband is cheating on me to the extent that they are, you know? Now that we're talking about it, like, as a writer, I know when you introduce a character, like, FaceTime you show their face even if you talk about them like Albert's wife. We got to meet her briefly mm-hmm. and so for That's the audience sushi. to put a face exactly to the name means yeah. something so I think it was probably her that's yeah. doing it. I think that it's just not the Delia thing. It, it makes me very sad to see her do this and yeah. just she's really like almost ruining her self just because she's making herself feel so miserable and guilty and it's just very hard to But Gordon has to find out, right? Like, I am am a firm believer that Gordon is going to find out what happened. Yeah, I see a wedding finale, like I said. Uh, Something's going to happen, but there's going to be a wedding because it's going to be a great party and it's going to be a fun episode. Ooh, wouldn't it be great if, like, Gordon knew and he, like, left her at the altar? Oh, I think we got it. I think we got it. I I agree with that. Yeah. Definitely a Joe Scott. <laughs> I think it's already been done, but you know what? I think it 
would be an awesome twist to have that happen. Yeah. It would be really great because he's just seemed to know tonight. I could tell. I, I mean, he's got to know that something is going on for sure. He's got to know. I think that Phoebe. God, I don't even know. They need to do something better with her character. And we just ignored the fact that she left. Like, we were just not even addressing. Like, she was in this class, and then she went to, like, his mom's art show with him, and then just, like, left him there for this guy that hates him. It's like, family. I mean, think about all of her relationships, you know, and last season there was the couple. There was the married couple. Like, she's gone. Oh, and she left with, what was his name, J.D.? J.D. painter? Yeah, well, she said she was going to. She's like, want to get tacos? And, but then she, I saw her leave on her own. Maybe he was outside. Well, he's like a little puppy dog. He probably yeah. like just scampered behind. I'm sure he followed her. <laughs> and maybe that's what she needs. I, I don't know. That about uh, sums it up for this week. Please let us know of your predictions and what you think is going to happen. We have, I believe, uh, four or five episodes left. I want to say five. Yeah. So, I'm not sure. I'm yeah. terrible at math. Four There's or five some episodes. More. There's some more episodes. <laughs> Absolutely. It's going to be awesome. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will see you next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.